What was whack about hip-hop? The worst thing, 1979 Sugar Hill Records, is the worst thing that ever happened to hip-hop. When Sugar Hill Records came out, a woman named Sylvia uh, Robinson um, and her husband Joey Robinson, they owned all of rap. If you could somehow phantom that in your head for a hot minute, there was one record label that had all the top rappers of the day on it, and no other company had that. Had we stuck together, black people would not be in this situation. They say hip-hop is a $10 billion culture every year. That's black people money we should be having. But black people rejected us and lost 10 billion a year. No handouts, no welfare. We pulled hip hop out of us and it was 10 billion. Our parents. Oh, you ain't shit. You ain't never gonna be nothing. You ain't yee gee ga ga goo. 10 billion a year gone. Whole dream of Dr. King gone. Take it up now to um, Sugar Hill Records. All the greatest hip-hop acts are on the label. But they're not getting treated right. Black people are ripping off black people. Mm -hmm. I say this respectfully because I, 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 you know, I'm talking about our parents. These are older blacks ripping off the talent of younger blacks. Respectfully. KRS. Scott LaRock, Boogie Down Productions, B-Boy Records. Black men are taking advantage of young black talent. B-Boy Records was owned by black people, older black men from the 50s and 60s. You would think, after everything we went through in civil rights, you see a young man coming up, he calls himself Knowledge Reigns Supreme. And he's trying to come up, he's homeless, he's in the street, but he's talking that blackness. And you see he got a crowd around him. And you see he got some little time. You're not going to dust him off and say, yo, young blood, come on, let me show you something. Let me protect you. No. They were the first ones to come in. Rip off me and Scott LaRock for the Criminal Minded album. To this very day, black folks still ripping me off for the Criminal Minded album. To this very day. Because I'm already a wealthy person, I really don't care. So I allow black folk to eat off the album. I allow bootleggers to eat off the album. I allow people to do that. It's not, it doesn't bother me. But if you want to talk principle, black people are taking it, they're eating their children. They're eating their children. This is the worst thing to happen to not only hip-hop, but to black people civilization in the United States. This is Pooh in Space. I'm Space Ghost, SPA Ghost. This is the King Shampoo. of the But today, but today, some people know me as Shampoo, and some people know me as King of All Blacks. Today, I'm King of All Blacks. Let's yeah, not right. get that twisted. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting here with the owner, the president of Sugar Hill Records. That's right. right. What's up, Shannon Robinson? What's up, Space? Good yes, to meet nice you guys. seeing King you. King of all blacks. Yes, you know what I mean? yes. Don't get it twisted. Yes. What's happening? Good. Hey, listen, I, I came across an Instagram post that KRS1 did.
and he was talking about, he got right at the top of the, the clip, he says, the worst thing that ever happened to hip hop was Sylvia Robinson and Joey and, and Joseph Robinson, your mother and father. I thought it was, me personally, I didn't like the way it sounded. We all grew up together. True. So I don't know the truth, truth, but I know damn well that, it, you know, everything's always been on the up and up as far as, as far as I know. Right. But he said that and I just, and I sent it to you and you said, yo, I'm tired of this shit. I got to respond. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Well, first and foremost. Respond to when he's saying how is your mother, your parents were, Sugar Hill Records was the worst thing that ever happened to hip hop. Okay. So first of all, Sugar Hill Records was not the worst that happened to hip hop. Hip hop, excuse me. Mm -hmm. It was the best thing that ever happened. Here it is: you have a woman and a husband who took the chance of making hip hop records mm -hmm. and putting them out worldwide, independently themselves. Yes. So I just think without her and him, they wouldn't be in position we are today. Mm -hmm. So. I listened to it, and I got in kind. Of, I kind of gotten a little bit. Did you get angry? Yeah. I, I, first of all, I got upset because I think Chris is a great dude, very intelligent dude. Every time I see him, I speak to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it was mind-boggling. He lived in the same town we lived in. Lived in. Of course. Can, but, you, can you speak on how um, how we got discovered by Sugar Hill? Like how did how did they pick him up from to the label? Do you know? Who that? picked him up? No. How, how did? How did KRS get involved with Sugar Hill? Like, KRS was, was never an artist on Sugar Hill. So why would he? So why, like, that's oh, that was a setup. Yeah, yeah, like, so why would he even? I kind of figured out what the situation was with KRS One, right? So back in 1987, I think KRS put out Criminal Minded album. So Sugar Hill was already closed down in 1985. So in 1991, at at the point where the album had already went to its bottom, Jack Allen and B-Boy Records came over to rent space in Sugar Hill Records. So, because we had a big building over there. So, by them coming to rent space, uh, Jack Allen and my father did some business together. Um, as far as I think, you know, they might have did something where my father might have loaned some money or something like that or whatever. So. We at Sugar Hill turned around and re put out the uh, Criminal Minded album in 1991. So that's four years later. So, again, at that time, the album already had went to the bottom. But I, I've heard this from a couple of people. Right. You've heard it, not just from him, you heard it from people here and there and there. Clear this up on there. Why are they saying this? Why is he saying you the worst? Y'all the company the worst thing. Why is he saying that? You know what, Lawrence? I'm excuse me. I think I got my own opinion. You know what, Sam Paul? They know he's Lawrence. All right, all right, they know right. it. Well, you know what? Sugar Hill Records distributed the album for Jack Allen and Criminal Minded. If he distributed, if we distributed the album for Criminal Minded, it was our obligation to pay Jack Allen, which was B-Boy Records. 
B-Boy Records' obligation is now to pay the artists. It's not our, it's not our obligation. If you did a deal, say for instance, I did a deal with uh, Sugar Hill, did a deal with Universal, right? My artists, I'm responsible for. I'm a, Universal's only the company that's just going to put the record out and you know, get the numbers, and once they put the record out and make some sales, they're going to pay Sugar Hill. And once Sugar Hill gets it, then it's me to pay my artists. So Sugar Hill never had nothing to do with Chris, KRS-One. Only thing we had anything to do with is in 1991, again, when the album is at its bare, at bare minimum sales. We put it right back out for him. So where did, this, where did it come from, him speaking all the time, to now saying what he said? Like... Do you think it's in connection to, to Cass, to what happened with, between Yon and Cass? Um, oh, let's clear that up, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Nothing, Grandmaster Cass? Nothing happened between Grandmaster Cass and Sugar Hill Records. Yeah. Period. What transpired between Grandmaster Cass and Sugar Hill Hank? Yeah, Big Hank. Not Sugar Hill. Big Bad Hank. With Hank. Yeah. Rest in peace. That's their issue. Okay. Cass said that he gave Hank a notebook. Yeah. And told him, go ahead on, man. It's yours. Go ahead. Okay. If I give you something, it's yours. But I heard, so, I, but I heard on, Cass me... say that he heard that Hank was playing his records. Your mother picked him up in a pizza shop, picked up Hank in mm -hmm. the pizza shop, and then they read and recorded, and he used his rhymes to make... <laughs> but that, he gave him but the But if that happened, yeah, if yeah. that happened, right, there's no way in God's earth that I would have allowed people to make millions of dollars yeah. off of something that I wrote mm -hmm. and not say nothing but 30 or 40 years later. Yeah. What's the difference between R. Kelly writing a song for New Edition or R. Kelly writing a song for the Isley Brothers? It's the same situation. The company has nothing to do with it. The only person that has anything to do with it is the artist and the writer. We're just the publishers to put the record out. We have nothing to do with none of that. But I respect Kaz. Kaz is a great dude. He said this he is not an interview at trying he, to take. He no, 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 no. He said he wrote Hate Tribes. There's no doubt about it. If he did, that's between him and Hank. That yeah. don't have nothing to do with Sugar Hill Records yeah. at all. Nope. That's it. I mean, but it kind of does because Hank is signed to y'all. We're not responsible <laughs> for what you write and you tell us you write. Okay, but you own the publishing on the writing now. Right, but yeah, because so, so that you understand the publishing business. Yeah, please. If a hundred percent of please, it, a lot like, of people don't understand. Okay, so the business part. If there's a hundred percent, fifty is music, fifty is uh, words. Is the words right? Yes. So you collect on a hundred percent of the publishing. If you own the publishing, if a, if ten thousand dollars is made, mm -hmm. five thousand goes to the publisher, five thousand goes to the writer. That's yes. how it works. Yes. So. If you tell me you wrote this song and you're a writer on this song, that's what it is. I'm going by the artist. I can't... I, I, if, you, if, if, if King of All Blacks writes me a song and I put it out, that has nothing to do with the record company. It has everything yeah, to do with I mean, the artist. But, but you guys do sampling. So if somebody samples your samples? records... But I'm saying if, if hip-hop samples records, the, they, they're coming for that publishing. If you don't clear it with that person. Right. So let me explain that to you. All right. So... For instance, Ice Cube. Yes. Check yourself, okay. right? Uh -huh. He wrote this record based on the message, right? Yeah. So once he did this record, he called us and cleared a sample. We cleared mm. the sample, yeah. right? So he's now he's able to use the message for his song. 
Yeah. So now, it just. What do you becomes, mean when you cleared? You have to, they have to pay you? They have to have it? approval. They have to have approval. No, but yeah, they have to pay you too, line. right? How does that work? You get huh? a percentage of the record? It's whatever. Right. So, so basically, I just want to know for okay. my own. All right. So basically, I say, say for instance, I said, okay, I'm going to take 50% of the song. Yeah. So whatever that 50% is, mm-hmm. then goes between the publisher and the writers. So always remember one thing with publishing. If the publisher, and let's not make it as, you know, the publishing's been messed up over here because guess what? Every black, white artist, whatever, not even white. Let me say, let me go back. Let's not get this twisted. People talk about publishing, 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 but each one of them people that's talking about it, they got publishing deals. Yeah. And guess who they got publishing deals with? The white man. <laughs> Why? Because they think, oh, you know, blacks are the same. They're going to rob you. This, isn't that. They're going to do that. That's, that's, that's the mentality they got. Even if, they, even if you don't, even if you don't, they're just going to say they did right. that you did. But Because they counting, they, they could it be they counting y'all, y'all parents. Y'all, no, no, y'all, hold on, hold on. But the key to this is you can collect your own publishing if you were smart enough. Yeah. So basically, when you sit there and say they made the, they fucked up the industry, it was the worst thing that ever happened to the industry. And you know, you truthfully all black, 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 black. Why didn't you collect your own publishing? Why didn't you put your own records out? Yeah, that's a good point. If you mad at everybody, put your own stuff out. My mom did. And, and after, after, after they, after they left, after they left. Or, or or cut ties with y'all? Did they did, did they Lawrence. make any hit records Lawrence. after that? Lawrence, your mother, your mother, Sugar Hill Records might be the best thing that ever happened to hip hop. I look at it like she, like y'all, the company legitimized rap, made it mainstream, right? Instead of being, you know, on the, right. on the, in, the so, in the in the so, clubs so, so, and all that stuff. So to say something about that is, I don't know anything about the music business. That, that, that's what why. What was I'm your question know. again? What did you just say? I said, what did I say? Um, I said that he's he's talking about hip hop legitimizing. Yeah, yeah, I said I said Hill Records legitimizing hip hop. And back Taking then, out of the parks and the and the clubs and yeah, yeah but back the back then they didn't have any black company involved in hip hop. They might have had a couple, right? But it wasn't. Right. But this this is it. You make an investment in these people. They right. come from the Bronx, wherever they come from. I'm saying they all low income, but they were. They come from these places and they come to this company and and you do business with them. Don't you have to invest in them? Every people I don't you like take people chances. understand. That's what I'm talking about. You take chances about. with all these rappers, right? So I was listening to and he also said we had all the rappers. Yeah. We had Sugar Hill Gang. Grandmaster That's what I want to know. What groups did Sugar Hill Records have under the right. umbrella? We did Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Yes. Sugar Hill Gang. Mm-hmm. Treacherous Tree. Mm-hmm. Funky Four Plus One More. Sequence. And don't forget, she was the first to put out Latin rap with the Mean Machine. Okay. As well. Okay. Okay. Choke so that up. That's another door we're gonna open yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So. There was something you asked me right before that that we got mixed up. I said I just talked about it like making it mainstream, and 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 well, and and okay. Uh, at I, the time when she was at the time when she did Rapper's Delight, yeah. So that we not get this twisted, we were living up on that hill, 
Oh, no, you know what I'm saying? Oh, what a house! No, we was living up on the hill. Long <laughs> time a green ago. room, a real. I'm in the green room. I mean, that motherfucker that echo. It was so fucking yeah. This shit was crazy. So I mean, you know what I'm saying? So you didn't need that for that. But they put out records before. They had a different type of business. My mom right? was an artist. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Yes, and she had a lot of big songs. Yeah, and she wrote for a lot of big people yeah. as well. Yeah, okay. before all of that. Yep. So. When she went in the studio and recorded Rapper's Delight, she did what made her feel good as a producer. And she went with it. She would not only produce the record, she would engineer the record, she'll mix the record with the engineer. Wow. Then when she's finished that, right then the she'll board. go to mastering and she did everything herself because she had an ear for music. Mm-hmm. So we put the record out and they went to go take the record to the radio station. Rapper's Delight. When they took the record up to the radio station, they told her, Sylvia, you did not have to stoop this low. This will never work. What, do, what, mean, what do they mean by stoop this low? Because she was, she, was, she, was, like, she was an artist. She, she was an artist already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She was a big 50s and 60s artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she so had, look like, they, like she's coming down. Right, like, she's stooping the, down to do yeah, this thing. Yeah, got you, got you. Because what they thought it was, it was like, it was like the hippie hop shit. It was a phase. They thought it was going to be a phase. A phase, yeah. Absolutely. When they took the record upstairs to this this jockey, the disc jockey said he ain't playing. And my father was one of them kind of dudes that he was, you're not telling me no. Mm -hmm. So he went downstairs, came back upstairs, and... Who was the DJ? I, I, I don't. I forgot his name. Come on, <laughs> I, I know his name. His name. <laughs> I forgot his name. But what I can tell you is T-neck, New Jersey. <laughs> what I can tell you is when when he left the radio station, it's like an inside joke or something. Rappers' know. delight was on. What? You feel me? Yeah. Soon as he left the radio station, matter of fact, soon as he got downstairs in the building from the building. Mm-hmm. Rappers so y'all had to, we had to, we all had to make investments in these artists. So, wait, wait. Did, did, did they pay? Did they pay to get the record played? They had a court case for payola, and and I don't think they did. But you know, I don't know. I don't you know. I wasn't there then. But let's, let's talk about that for a second. But payola. When did payola come into effect? Like because I when know it started, wasn't illegal. They, I mean, people did that all the right. time. They started. I don't know. Yeah, that's how thing. radio started. They used People to stay away from that. I don't know. No, but that's how radio did start. Like they used yeah. to have it in the country. They they got the of the, course. the niggas come. They bring their shit. Give me five dollars and I'll play it on the radio. Right. You know what I'm saying? I right. wonder why it don't happen now. It do happen now. I just said underneath the table. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Gotcha. All so, right. But so, um, so but so the record played. Record played. And after the record played, you know, they could not stop playing it. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, and it went crazy and crazy and crazy. And the light like, the radio station was crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's how rappers are like, you know, got out there and got big. Yes. So at that time, I think, I guess it was 1979 when they did it, it was like something new to everybody. Mm-hmm. So she opened the doors. Made it global. Right. So a lot of people also, I want to tell you, a lot of people say that King Tim the Third was the first rapper. I never even heard of him. Yeah. King Tim? King Tim the Third. Was the first rapper. First the rap on on hip hop or whatever music, whatever. Okay. But so do we have a good understanding and everybody out here knows. King Tim the Third was a part of a group called the Fatback Band. Mm. 
he rapped on the song with the Fatback Band, but he was a part of the group. They were a, a, a singer group. Mm. So he was not a rap group. So, so that everybody knows, Sylvia Robinson was the first to put out rap music commercially worldwide. Wow. She put out the Fatback the fat Band? No, no, no. Oh. She did put out... The Fatback Band was a singing group with with a guy who rapped on it. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you want to ask me what you place... You want the business. She no, the, no. If you want to ask me the place of where he played, where they played it, they their number, they was the first to they do... They didn't have no record, though. Like They, they had a record out. It came out like two or three weeks prior. With the rapping on it? With a rap on it. Oh, okay. But he wasn't a rap group. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was a, a singing group. group. And they would just, so they and been, he would just come out. Right. So they've been doing that since the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Rapping and scanting, whatever yeah, they call that. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're singing on, on, and yeah, rapping. Man, we talking about the Bronx. Sylvia Robinson <laughs> was the first to open the doors up for hip-hop music. Oh, were these kids rich that came there and, and, and wanted deals? Were they rich? No, they come from nah, they, home, that's, big shape, that's That's KRS's one, KRS-One's argument. What's his argument? Is that, is that basically... These are young kids coming to you guys. You guys know the business. How would he know? And, you must and, and again, no, he's no, not no, the no, How would I'm he know? Yeah. He's been going on hearsay from different artists okay. all his life. Yeah. Because that's what everybody listens to. Yeah, yeah. Right? He has no proof of that. But what I can say is, numbers don't lie. Mm -hmm. there you the artist that you're hearing this from, if you're smart enough, to check their album sales, then you would know that like they Like Funky no 4 plus 1. Listen, well, hold on, hold on. Listen to this. Let me just finish this. And you no, can, longer, longer. Yo, we shut down in 1985. Yeah. They came to us in what, 1981, 82, something like that? They put out different records, you know what I'm saying? But the bottom line to it is, after, my question is, after 1985, we have 40 something years, 50 years, almost 50 something years, almost 50 years, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. What are you doing? What have you done? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We ain't you know, never had so, a hit But then Russell record. came out and then all that but stuff. What the, then, but the, these guys are so great that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Why haven't they put out any records since 1985? That, that, they put out records, but, I mean, but it's not. Why would you put out a record not to make money? You, know, you ain't making no money from it. Why would you put out records after... If you ain't made no money, I mean, why would you do it? And then... You talk about these labels, they all signed with the white man. So I heard KRS one and he was pro black. You know, he's been pro black for years. You know? Great pro. dude, man. Yeah, great dude. I'm not just listen, I, I I have to say this. I heard, I don't know if you I, I heard that all of the most of the people behind him in the business part was white. Well, I know one time. Now if they say if they say funky four plus one. And 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 they had a hit, they had a hit, so and so. They didn't get paid. Listen, Lawrence, you could. What's the difference between funky because, four plus because one? You, first and, of all, you have to sell records that's the in thing. order to earn some money. Back then, you tell me how much could you have possibly earned when the when twelve inches was between five and between three and five dollars a song, a uh, twelve inch. So if you sold ten thousand, you made thirty thousand dollars. But if you made thirty thousand, let me explain you something how the record business goes, so you have a good understanding. Right now, to date, these artists sign. They go sign. They give them a fifteen percent. That's really high yeah. royalty rate. 
If that. This 360 deal you're talking No, about? no. Forget about 360. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into that too. They give you 15% royalty rate, right? So if the company sells 100,000 albums, we have... Hundred fifty. I mean, if they said 100,000 albums, they got $1.5 million. Mm-hmm. So if you only got 15% of the $1.5 million. This is matter, fact, matter of fact, let's, let's make it even money. I want to make it even money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say you have 10% royalty rate. And you, you sell 10,000 albums and the albums sell for $100,000. Mm-hmm. So now out of the $100,000, you got 10%. Which is ten, it's like ten dollars, you know, whatever you got, you got ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. To if it's I'm saying if it's me, you got a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Right. After you get the, after the company's made the nine hundred thousand and you got your hundred thousand, now you got to pay for merchandising. You got to pay for marketing. You got to pay for your video. The artist. The artist. The artist. I'm talking about out of that ten percent. Yeah. This is going towards their recruitment to pay back. Yeah, they invested so, in you. So 90% of these artists out here don't ever get a record royalty because of all the money they spent. I'm not saying publishing. I said a record royalty. Yeah. So in order to... But that's, that's, that's shady in itself because when, you're, when you have... If they, even if they own 10%, they own 10% you're, taking, you're taking it off their 10%. Yeah, Even though the record made <laughs> yeah. X amount, they have to recoup off their 10%. They have to recoup off of their percentage. So they yeah. should negotiate higher? They should negotiate I, I, different? Listen, listen. Or they should put out their show? No, they should get these black lawyers to go do it for them, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you mean by See, that? Because everybody, everybody wants to go black, 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 black. Yeah, yeah, but they you don't do that. They, if they went to these black lawyers, what would they tell them? They went to the white lawyer, the white man tell them what to do. Yeah. Oh, this is a good contract. You this, but it's not about that. But it's it is tr- about it's that. Truthfully, <laughs> I'm telling you now, up to date, it's like a 15 percent royalty rate. Okay. So even at that, let's go back. Oh, these guys got jerked. Sylvia Robinson jerked me. Mm-hmm. What's worse, a Sylvia Robinson contract or a 360 deal that you niggas are signing now? Mm. 360, not 360. Hey, let me tell you something. 360, they get. You, you ain't gotta say it. I say it. KRS One would kill for a 360 deal right now. Yo, they take. Why you on just sign? You think it, it could be bitter grapes? It. They see. You know what I'm saying? It could be bitter grapes because they haven't done anything in 40 years. I was. It, it could be. Yo, sitting around blowing dust off their arms. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. Yo, I, mean, I do- know rappers that di- take, and their, some of them is- take the deal just for the advance and just don't. Even- I think he's this big black company with with a successful uh, uh, husband and wife started a company, it, 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 and 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 did and, and knew the business because your mother was already they was already in the Since business. Fifties and sixties. Yeah. So you, I'm I'm supposed to be you supposed to be punished because you know the business. Black people have to stop uh, um, um, leading with emotion. You have to find out about what you're signing. There's no excuse. You 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 went to the white man. You know you ain't take no. You ain't know you ain't take no contract to no niggas. I know you didn't. You went right to the white man. You know what I'm saying? Just like I would, and went over there, and that's what happened. And so now, now you now you spend up your money. You, there was a lot of getting hot. I'm not saying them. I'm saying in you remember the right, '80s. Right. 
There was a lot of money being spent. So the, 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 the people got paid in the music business, but what they did with their money, is that your fault? No. Is this your fault what they signed? I, I never, yeah. I'm not going to say that. Take advantage of these poor kids. What? Listen, if it wasn't. They was poor when they came. They wasn't poor when they left. Let me just say one they thing. They might still too. be poor, though, Let me just Why? Say, <laughs> let me say one thing to you, too, as well. So did you know, yes. Sylvia Robinson was basic, basic. Sylvia Robinson is a part of every billionaire rapper's life. How's that? She's had a part of one of their records that was on one or two of their albums. You understand what I'm saying to you? Since bit, right, so. Black billionaires, I'm telling you about. Mm -hmm. Okay? She was a part of Jay-Z, part of Kanye. Well, wait, what's Jay-Z? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Jay-Z, <laughs> Kanye, Ice Cube, Puffy, and on the white side, she was a part of Bruce Springsteen. That's big. So I just want to basically have that conversation, you know, with you and Shampoo regarding this because it was something that again really bothered me. What was the what was the record Jay-Z? What was the record with Jay-Z? Empire State of Mind. Man, I don't know. That's one man. of Jay-Z's biggest records. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So the bottom line to so it. So what is, do they do? They call you or call Man, How they does do that work? They they call who they gotta call, Shampoo. They send the money. <laughs> they send the money. <laughs> nah, but can you imagine? But real talk, you know what I'm saying? That's key. Yeah. She's a part of everybody's a lot of major albums she's a part of. Yeah. So sometimes, if you can't beat them, you might as well join them. Yo, maybe maybe homeboy need to sample some of our music, man. You know what I mean? Well, can I respond? Yeah, maybe need to sample. Yeah, the the only homeboy. way it would sell if he wasn't on it. Sample. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't want to discount. Nah, nah, not, but this is, not, is, I'm joking. Again, 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 so we have a good understanding. Yeah. I love Chris. I think Chris is a great yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every time I see KRS-One, we speak. We ain't never had no problems, no issues. Mm -hmm. It just bothered me that this will come from, more so from a friend. Do I yeah. consider a friend? Maybe associate. You know, I don't expect my associate to talk bad on me. Mm -hmm. And definitely, KRS, I would never have brought your parents into anything that I knew that would jeopardize and make you feel kind of different about me. So if that's the way you feel, it's cool. But don't forget, you can't get away from the beginning. And now that she did what she did, you're in a great position in life. You know what? You're in a great position. You're in a better position than you, if were, you, you never were, came Because with. what would you have been doing? Because you ain't doing nothing now. What would you have been doing all these years if you didn't do rap music? And, that, and if she didn't take the chance to put the record out? That's what people forgetting. That's why I'm not always, and not just your record company, I'm not on the sides of all record companies, but I do understand that they have to make a certain investment in you that they have to get back. Now, what you said was, was I understand that part too. Why did I take it out of my 10%? Why you, you made all that money? 
That's maybe the deal you got. But that's a negotiation. It's a, no, no, it's not even negotiation. That's industry standards. Right now, wow. today. Yeah, Damn. but who made up those to, standards? That's I don't know. They come from the. But they did. One thing I have to do that didn't come from me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's, that's, that's when, when you put it like But that's that. how they, like, we do it. This industry standard. Yeah, but that was the white But what were you doing? It was an our standard. Yeah, but what were you doing before We just fought that in Blueprint. But what were you doing before? All right, then. They're understanding you didn't get out my own. But, 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 <laughs> what you going to do if you don't sign this paper? No, but listen. Give me the paper. 15%, 15% is what they're doing now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. These artists now. They do it. They do it less than now? that, too. Now. Some of them are doing less than that, though. They're doing 15%. Some of them doing less than that. Royalty. Look at the baby. Some doing less than you that. You know, the baby was huge. Just the, the verse for a second. The baby, the baby was huge in 2019, right? I forgot what record it was. It was hotter than fire. The new record, that the new album just came out, flopped. Yeah, but that's a whole different thing, shit. No, it's <laughs> not. People they made an to... investment. How about, okay, how about this? How about this? They're getting money wait, on wait, the angles. Hang on. So they don't I give a fuck I, about the music. I think, let me ask you, do you agree? Both of y'all. Or disagree? I think that record company, Warner Brothers, whoever, that signed in these rappers, I think they might should take life insurance out on them. They do. They do. Good. The thing. Good. Don't stop. <laughs> Shit. Because <laughs> the chances of you getting think, killed is, is like this. Do you think that if these niggas die and they invested two million in you, they don't want their money back? Yeah, yes. And then, it, but then black people will get on Twitter and go, hey, they should pay for the funeral of the company. Why? Because they got the money from the insurance. Oh, <laughs> you that want me to sense. tell you? I'll tell you that. why. I'll tell you why. <laughs> That's but why I didn't know that. that. I, I, I thought that would be natural. Like they must have just started. I don't think they did that for a long time. What's nah, that? They've been doing to that. To take life insurance out? That's racist. Isn't it? <laughs> That's racist. But they don't take, um, they don't, they, no, they wouldn't take, um, they wouldn't take, they wouldn't take life insurance out on um, Taylor Swift. They probably got probably life insurance on the shoes. Oh, but they have to to make it look good. So you can't say it's racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know we got to put light in the show because they'll say it's racist. But all this is coming off the hills of academics really saying that our old rappers... You said they look dusty, like their teeth look crazy. And they're, they're not that, taking, but whose fault taking, is that? But do you think the, artist, the older artists should be taken care of? Should there be a... A, a, a union. A union or something like that? Well, this is the thing, right? It's just like a job. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You 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 make money and you put money away for rainy days. Then you take your money and you try to figure out what can I do in life. Mm. You, you come on investments. You know what I'm saying? You make little investments and stuff like that. There's a lot of rappers out here, older rappers that are doing well. Look at LL. LL's a great dude, man. You know what I'm saying? I speak to him. He you went know? TV and doing yeah, this and that. You know, he's a great dude. You know, Ice T, great dude. They doing they. Everybody doing what they got to do. But the thing about it is. Most of these artists, say for instance, if I if Leland Robinson had a deal with Epic Records, my album took off. I did three album deal with them. I made big money with you know my my album sales did well. You know what the next thing I would do? Let's get let's get let's get let's get into it. So, as an artist, or as as, as a company, I would go in the studio, record all my songs myself. Pay for them myself and then license them to the record company. Just like you ever go in a store and you see 
Hot 97 presents, and they might have Jay-Z, uh, 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 um, Kanye West. It's like, you know, Hot 97, the hottest hits, right? They don't, we don't, they don't think that, they don't, a lot of people don't know the industry, right? And they say because it's not industry standards. There's no such thing as industry standards. The bottom line to it is you make your own way to do your things. So me, I would go in the studio, I would cut my own album. I would pay my own producers. Once I pay them, then I'll license my records to the record company. Now that means that Leland Robson owns the masters to it. I license it to them. And that means that everybody's going to get paid from day one. Not after waiting to be recouped. We're going to get paid from day one because guess what? I licensed this record from you. We put it on my album. Well, everybody's getting paid. Everybody did direct licensing. Everybody's getting paid. And that's what I would do. But again, everybody's stuck on industry standards because those lawyers tell you what they want you to you know, hear. And I hate to say it. Not even, no, not, not, even, not even on the rap side, man. When you start talking that black on black stuff, we look at the Chinese restaurant. If the window gets broke, you think some black is doing, they're going to call some black guy to come fix the window? No, they call a Chinese man. We don't stick together regardless of what, and that's the problem. If we got a broken window, we should be calling the black man that got a window company to call. But you instead, we're going to call Jimmy Yeah, but, black. They, but they'll come late. Right. <laughs> I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And then when the the the, 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 the light socket is crooked, they go, man, what you you get what you pay for? But but then they go over to you know, that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. But it, it 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 why don't they talk about the companies now? Why isn't the KRS one saying, yo, to this day, Warner Brothers is doing this or this paper is doing that? Why did he pick? He pick this company is the worst thing that ever happened to hip hop. The company that invested well, in these young kids when they was just shooting dice and rapping, and it was popular, but it didn't come together as a business. You know what I mean? They didn't know how to, like, like you know, if you put a record out, then you could get more money touring or, or playing for that's where, that's where really all the money in the record business is for these artists is touring and, you know, you know, their performance through BMI or even ASCAP, that's where their money comes from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows, you know, you never make it. But you know what? They never say nothing about these other companies, the Warner Brothers, the Universals, no. or the MCAs, or whatever. They never say it. But, you know, it's because we're black, we started the stuff that, you know what? So you think, let's, you think continue, KRS, let's, continue, let's continue to dog them out. You think KRS-One should hire black people to be around? Listen, to each his own. If, if he feels that... But I'm talking people that talk black on black should no, have black lawyers. You should have an all-black audience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, practice what you preach. If that's what you want, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know what I mean? But I don't think you talking that way is fixing anything. But if you felt that way or whatever, I want to ask you something too. You know, ahead. you should have, you know, brought it to somebody else's attention. But you can't say that if you signed to a white company and you're doing business with the white man. Put your own records out. Collect your own publishing. Yeah, it's why don't do that? If you were smart enough, you would say, "Yo, Lee, yo, you got 20 minutes or so. Yo, let me ask you a question. I know y'all been doing the publishing business for a long time. Yo, um, explain to me how I can start collecting my own money because you know." Whatever, whatever. They'll never come to you with that. And I would tell them. 
yo, this is the way you do it, set you up, and, you know, give you numbers you need to call and, you know, and get you set up. But you still got a white publisher publishing for you and collecting your money. You probably can't get out of that, though. He's probably in a bad deal. You don't want to get out of it. I'm saying he's probably in a bad deal with that. It's harder to get out of that. Well, I mean, listen, the problem is. I want to ask you something, too. If I sign you, right, you're a well known artist, right? You sell 50, 60, 70, 100,000 albums. I know you're going to do that, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm the big publisher. I'm going to say, yeah, I can give him about 100 grand. Do a 50-50 deal with him, and I make my money back because I know based on how many records you sold, how many, how much money I'm gonna make back. Mm. So when they give these guys upfront money, like here's a hundred thousand from your publishing, they only give you your own money. It's very simple to collect your own. Yeah. Feel me? You could Put your license in, do whatever you got to do. But they don't want to do all that. Money. And then your checks will come every four months for the rest of your life to you. So why don't they do that? Because they Too don't much work. know. Mm. That's, the, that's the worst part about this business is... Show business. We, they, blacks don't know. They have not took the chance to learn. Why? Because they'd rather take the... Because, because, the, green always, because the green always looks better on the other side. Mm-hmm. Than them waiting for their money. Yeah. So basically, they'll be like, yo, um, I'm gonna give you $100,000 now, or you can go collect your own and it'll take you about a year or two to get it. Yeah. So they, they need Just it now. Just get my money now, yeah. They need it now. And that's the issue. And then, then later on, then they blame. Then they turn around the, and the start blaming the record companies, all oh, these niggas are jerking me, this and that. Yeah. Now, you don't forget, you get, a, you get make $100, and now that $100, $50 goes towards your recoupment. Mm. The other 50 goes... So that goes to hold what? Hold The other 50% gets chopped down between us. So they're really getting 75%. So, so this is where I come... This is where I wanted to ask you. When, 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 you, when you... If you look at an artist, do you look and see if they're recoupable? That, that, do you... Then you, if, you I was listen, to, if I was to look for an artist, yeah. I would look for something that would make me feel good. I don't care what... You like, space like, I'm going to cut the album that I visioned. Got you. And I'm going to go with my vision. Yeah. If I lose, then I lost on something that made me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when, when, when I record different records, you know, with different, like I worked with Tyrese, worked with a whole bunch of artists myself, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And, you know, I just want to make sure that I don't do regular songs. I want to do a song that's going to last for a while. Yeah. And see, the, the issue with Sylvia Robinson is she did catalog songs. So those records, now 50 years or whatever years old, mm -hmm. they're still playing yeah. at the same pace. Yeah. When you put them on, people get off the dance floor and start rocking. Absolutely. And when you play Sugar Hill Gang, Grandma's Class, the same, same thing happens for them. Now, your the difference, is, no, the difference is, is that the Sugar Hill Gang and Grandmaster Flash are still touring in Coliseums. Well, not the one that went to prison. Well, he, What's his name? Uh, he looked crazy. You seen him? I haven't seen him, but... On the news. I wish him the best, though. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? The but, best? He in jail, prison. Because I, I wish people the best. Yeah, but it's not sincere. Like, wish you the best, you're in prison? <laughs> I wish you the best. All right, man. But that, I, I digress. Now, I want to ask you a question. 
if, and this is just because we always win when we go back and forth with this. Irv Gotti was with him and Ashanti going back and forth, and Irv Gotti told him all this stuff about Ashanti, about now she went independent. When an artist, say an artist is real big. Right. And then they, they've been around for a while and, and this and that, and, and they go, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm going to go in, in independent. Do I wish the, that for them? Do I think it's the best idea? Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you the reason why. If I sold worldwide half a million albums, 500,000 albums, and I decided that, you know what, I don't want to be with the company more, I'll do it myself. Even if I sold, I understand the math. Even if I sold, I would say to myself, you know what? I sold a half a million albums. The company made 500 million or whatever it is, right? I'd be like, yo, I could put another album up on my own. If I sell 100,000 copies times that by $7, $8, I got 800,000. More than what I would have gotten for the rent company. Now, if I sell 200,000 at $7 a piece, I got one point. Yeah, but don't, but don't you lose the... It, 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 I don't know why, to my ear, it sounds like, like, oh, the company ain't want you no more. Now you gotta go independent. Sometimes, like you're not sometimes, selling sometimes it happens like that is because you're not selling it and it's costing the company too much. There you go. So basically, you're forced to go independent. Right. So, you, you ain't. Yeah, so, then they let you go out and say, huh? So sometimes, most they, of the time, they give you a great. Advance, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. $100,000, $150,000 advance in your pocket. Then they spend another two fifty dollars recording you. Mm -hmm. They record your budget. Now you're up to four hundred, dollars without doing video, you know, videos, uh, uh, um, promotion, marketing, none of that. You think Ashanti so, is going to do better now than she was with Irv Gotti? I, I don't truthfully know. You're that. honest. You're, you're honest I truthfully don't know the whole situation. Um, I always practice that, you know, if I was the company, I would put my own records out. You know what I'm saying? I don't care because if I sold twenty thousand albums, I would do I would do a fifty fifty with an artist. It all comes back to you. I'd do a fifty fifty with artists, right? Say we we partners. Mm -hmm. If we sell twenty thousand albums at ten dollars a piece, we got two hundred thousand. God damn. So let's chop it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got a hundred, I got a hundred. Now we got a hundred hundred. Now what do we what do we spend for marketing? Because every time we did anything, we signed off on it together. Mm -hmm. We signed, or we paid this for marketing. We said this, and we take a, we pick a part. Whatever we got, we got, and keep doing it. Some people, the down south dudes, be putting out albums every I year. I know, and they got no, and people putting out albums like this. You right? So he didn't care if he made thirty thousand. This one, a hundred thousand. This one. Huh? He just, he was I mean, rocks. we look at it like we can't see them, like right. they not in the, in your face. But meanwhile, they making hundred thousand, two hundred. Yeah, they making plenty of money independent, man. Huh? So my question is, why would you even go to? Why would you even put yourself in that position? You know, again. You know well, what back saying? then, but well, going back to, they didn't have all of that. They had well, they had that knowledge then knowledge, too. Knowledge but Lawrence, if you didn't have that knowledge. Don't be mad at Sylvie Robinson because she has the knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be mad at her. Yeah, it's like that's it's the like, KR, Then it goes to the KRS. You know argument. what I don't like? You know what I don't like? You going go to like? I, I'm just gonna say, I'm people like the Democrats. When when they talking to black people, it's always a conversation of poor blacks. I didn't grow up like that. When are you gonna talk to uh, me? Like it's always, oh, we gotta help this homeless person, this person that. There's black people that have stuff. 
You, you, you know what I'm talking about? And, and listen, because you guys should be helping. <laughs> there you go. Why? You should help yourself. I get it. And even so, I'm not. not it's not. I don't care. Listen, listen. I'm not a. I don't. I'm not a hater. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of these billionaires yeah, yeah. and multi-millionaires that's doing it. Yeah, but they get mad at you and who have done it in hip hop. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of them because. I'm not a, I'm not that kind of hate. I'm not I don't hate. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't get involved with it. You know what I'm saying? And he's a hater. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, he is. So that you know also that the Sugar Hill Gang and Grandmaster Flash, I mean Grandmaster Melly Mel and you know Scorpion all of them. We all we yeah, all how's one. your relationship with we them? We all one. We work together. Actually, me and um me, Mel, and um and Mel, me, Melly Mel, and Scorp are doing something together now. We get ready to form another company and do something together also. How about the Sugar Hill Gang? We're keeping that under the wraps. Nobody knows exactly what we get ready to do, but it's getting ready to be big. And on November 5th, with my mom goes into the um, Hip Hop Hall of Fame. Nice. Um, Mel, Melly Mel will be there. Scorp will be there. Why they ain't there? Sequence will be there. You know what I'm saying? They will all be there as well. So we're all going together as one. You know what I'm saying? Because we ain't got no issues. Me and uh, the Sugar Hill Gang, we have no issues. If you interview them, they'll tell you, listen, everything's beautiful with Leland. You know, everything's going So smooth. the biggest groups on, your, on Sugar Hill, y'all cool Anything with? Anything that was crooked, I fixed it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying to you? So things, I fixed it. So things were crooked? I said anything that was crooked, Got you. I fixed it. I'm not saying it was Got you. But you know what? If, something that, if I thought something was wrong mm-hmm. in my eyes, I turned around and fixed it. Okay. Even if it wasn't for the best of me, mm-hmm. I still fixed it. You Why? <laughs> because you know what? Just, because I, you know what? I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm tired of everybody talking to Sugar Hill. Yeah. Leland's in charge now. I lost both of my brothers, one in 14, one in 15, right? Peace, yeah. So all my life, I can only think about doing the right thing. I can walk down the street. I got no problems with nobody. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to worry about nobody coming behind my back doing all kind of none of fun, no funny shit. So basically, I've always been a, a middle child's been a middle child's like the one that kind of balances things out. Got you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Younger brother, that older younger brother, brother, older brother, and they get into arguments, whatever, whatever. You still got to balance things out. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to balance out business. Mm-hmm. So sometimes a business, you know, when things are wrong or whatever, you just fix it, and you know, and everybody's beautiful from this day on. Yeah. Right. But the only thing doing this, the only thing I learned was the only thing you can't fix is a person that's bitter. And you're bitter mm. for the wrong reason. Listen, listen. You're bitter because you listen. You you, listen. You're bitter because you didn't sell records. Yeah. You didn't make money. He said it. He said you didn't people. go on tour. You never went overseas. You never did anything like that. You stayed in the Bronx because your records that you did wasn't as big as they supposed to be. Now, I was I watched this show the other day called um, Origins of Hip Hop. Okay. Right. So it had Grandmaster Flash on there, you know what I mean? And, you know, he's a great dude. I respect Flash. Flash is a great dude. There's some things that were said that um, I don't agree with. Like what? And I had to do my research. Like, for instance, I had a conversation with Scorpio when Raheem said um, that when the group broke out, Sylvia offered him some money and he turned around and came back. That did not happen. Okay. That did not happen. I wanted to find out from Scorp. He told me no, it didn't happen. Scorp is Mr. Ness. But who said that that happened? 
that Raheem said. Raheem. He's one of he's one of the um, artists yeah. on there. So he he also started talking about how um, they wanted to keep the group together and do. Who was all, saying this? Some I think it was Flash or okay. I think it was Flash said something pertaining to they wanted to keep the group together and do all the records together and whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. So when my mom supposedly gave the Sugar Hill Gang the, the, the message, they said, no, nah, it's not for them, you know. So then she turned around and gave it to Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Mm-hmm. Okay. They took the tape, supposedly, and tossed it in the bushes. Right? I ain't doing this. No. Yeah. So Melly Mel... What do you think the reason for that was? It wasn't their style of record. You know what I'm saying? They, they had party records. I don't think they meant... That it's not that good. It, that it's not good record. Style. They just basically was like, it's not their style. Not their vibe, man. So Mel called back my moms and said, yo, mom, I'm he said, yo, you know, Sylvia, if you believe in the record, I believe in you. Let's go. They went in the studio. That was the biggest record the Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five ever had in their life. They were the first group to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame rap group ever to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, and Rolling Stones magazine, number one song in the world, biggest hip-hop of all times, The Message. Number two, Rapper's Delight. And that's what Sylvia Robinson did. And I remember you telling me that your mother, I think as you told me, that your mother wrote on The Message that even though it was... Oh, oh, I'm going to get to that. Yeah. So, basically... I started to get the vibe from them that that Raheem might have said that she was trying to break the group up, or Flash said it. Sorry, that um, you know this would have broken the group up because they're used to doing records together and this and that. But if she felt that way, she would have never put the the record out under Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Yeah, you the did. Message. Oh, she did. We have groups out there, New Edition, uh, Drew Hill, or whatever. Not Ralph Transvan is going to sing every lead song. Sometimes they got their own little, you know, song on the album. Doesn't mean they break. And they it up. back up and they do the backgrounds or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It don't make it. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. You know, it doesn't change the group. So when y'all started feeling that y'all wasn't a part of the message, whatever, whatever. Now Flash said that he was trying to put you know one or two rappers on that song, but. She just said no. She wanted to go with Mel. Now, when you're producing the record, you're the producer. You only go by what makes you feel good in the studio when you're doing these records. She knew and had the vision of what she wanted on the song and who she wanted on the song. And when she put Mel on the song, that was it. So sometimes you have to go with the producer who's producing the record because this is how they want it. Mm-hmm. I could, you know what I mean? So that's how... You Didn't know, you say Melly Mel called back and said, I, if you want me to do it? Yeah, yeah, I, told, I said that already. I just, oh, I yeah, told him about, that, yeah. So, you know, you have to let a producer produce. So that's what she, you know, she, she did with... Um, and one of the biggest I, records ever the, Again, Rolling Stone magazine says number one. We actually have, in the mag, in, so that we have, you know, a uh, good understanding... In the rock in Rolling Stone magazine's top 100 hip hop songs of all times, I think we're in there like six or seven times out of 100. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else that we could be talking about or anything could be way up there somewhere. I don't know where. 
but way up there somewhere. Who is KRS? <laughs> he was number four. Actually, I looked. I think it was number 47 or number 41. Right? Too old to play sports. So she had an ear for music, man. You know what I mean? And she could, she could, she know, she knew what she wanted. So another thing they brought up was um, they used to having a DJ, DJ on top of the breakbeats, and them just rapping on it. And they said they wasn't really with the band situation. Yeah, yeah. Like the band situation. So. You mean like a, a, a people playing the yeah, actual instrument? Lots. But when, you, when, they, when they made Super Rapping. Super Rapping. It was a party night. Everybody was breaking. Yeah. Super Rapping. Remember that? Yeah. When they made Super Rapping, it wasn't no two turntables. They got it off. That's all original music huh? that I know of. So if she... There was no sampling back then. So why does she and, want and, and, to take and, that off and then, of it? And then anything that she heard that she wanted to do, she got the band to come in and play it over and do it. But why didn't she want to turn tables on it? Like, she wanted to it, make it, it more broad? Been, what was it? It might have been because it would have saved the artist and, and money. And, and, and saved the artist and got you. the publishing. Wow, see? You know what I'm saying? Because just say, Flash was right about DJing on all these records with the original breaks. Mm -hmm. They would have ended up with no publishing. Because just like the Sugar Hill Gang with Rapper's Delight, everybody, you know, that's the biggest record of all time. Blah, 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 blah. They should have plenty of money. Listen, listen. So did you understand? Now oh, Rogers took 100% of that 100%? song. 100%. So there was no physical publishing so for writer's money. Yeah. That so how'd you make money off of it? No, you make money off the sales. sales. Oh, got gotcha, you, got you. But the, but the, the, the publishers and the writers went to them. Oh, wow. What do you mean writers? He didn't write it. Being that Lawrence. Now Rogers wrote boom, Good Times. Boom, boom. The Good he Times. Wrote that. Oh, you're talking about, you're talking about songwriting. He wrote right. the bass I'm thinking of producer. Right, so basically, he wrote the bass when they came in, you know what I'm saying? You know, it, it took 100%. Mm-hmm. So when people look at it like, oh man, y'all should be having crazy music, it ain't God's fault, it ain't Mike's fault, it ain't. We did what we could do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they don't to see that it. part of the wall. They so see you know, we we she that's why she would have a band come in and do things because hopefully nobody came in that way or someone came in or she would have it. She would try to get to the original owners and cut a deal with them yeah. on the song and they get it out the way. Mm -hmm. So if she would have used turntables. All these rappers that she did, from the Funky Four, the Crash Crew, and everybody, they would end up with no money, period. Did they sell a lot of records? Uh, uh, Crash Crew, I mean, no, I heard of the names. Like, Crash Crew, they're all great dudes, man. Mm -hmm. they, just, yeah. they just didn't. No, I'm just asking they, a, a, no, a business question. No, they just didn't sell a lot of records at all. Mm. At all. There was, I think it was singles at the time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, was just, it, it wasn't no bigger than the New York record, Lawrence. All of them. And even, those were samples? Even Funky Four. It was those were samples, yeah, too? Yeah, like their the biggest records. Yeah, it was it was no bigger than New what York. What was their big record? Their biggest record, Crash Crew. I know it was one of these. Crash I used to on the radio. radio. Yeah, they play shit on the radio all the time. Right, you know what I'm saying? And with the radio money, they get that performance for BMI ASCAP. We never touched their money. They got that direct. You know what I mean? But there just wasn't big records. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, the Funky Four, the same thing. There wasn't big records. Mm -hmm. So when they say, "Yo, man, I got jerk, I got jerk, I jerk," 
Straight from what? But you, you said, didn't make no you money. Said, you said you went back and you fixed some things. Can you can you elaborate on what you fixed? Or? Well, if there were some situations with Sugar Hill Gang that was wrong, I fixed it. We are one. You can pick up the Where phone. did the wrong come from? Can it you wasn't, get into that? It, it wasn't really a wrong you don't situation. You don't get into it. I'm saying. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't a wrong situation. It was um, a situation that... Certain language in the... What I did, what I did, Lawrence, is I made um, these guys get paid directly from my publisher. Now, why I have a publisher is because I wanted to basically take the catalog, put it into a major corporation, a major publisher, so that they can do the numbers for me correctly. So, God forbid, if I ever decide to sell. I know what my multiples will be instead of me doing all the work. Hey, that's and, then not only, and then not only that, it made things much easier for me because now you take a very small percentage of income from me and you do me a favor. You pay out all my writers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Pay out my writers. So, we, you know, we they don't do have... They do you it. you they can't do come it. to me they no more and say, yo, I got need to... Yo, mm. I ain't get paid. Give me an advance of $100. They allocate on the money to wherever got You can't go. say that to me. Give me a hundred. Give me an advance of $100 until I get my check. Yeah. No. You're getting paid directly from these people now. So everything is straight up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's, what, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. So if... But that was something if, you if fixed. If Mike was messed up somehow or Guy was messed up somewhere where or Hank or whatever, I just fixed it, man. Mm-hmm. Now they get paid directly. That's you know oh, that's what you so, mean. So you know, when it comes time, every three or four months, whatever. The way you said it was like you, they get, they, they you, get their checks. I don't want to be responsible for no one's money. Mm-hmm. I don't want the same story that everybody say, "Oh, this nigga jerk me, nigga ain't pay me," because I got backup for everything, checks yeah. and everything. Yeah. I can show you when they left Sugar Hill in 1985. Yeah, people a, a recruitment list mm-hmm. of monies that was spent. I was still a kid. I just got out of high school. Mm-hmm. But I can show you. Money that was spent unrecouped. Damn. List. See, people don't want to talk about that. That never got recouped. I can see why, and I can see why people don't want to talk about that. So you know, I just, I just wanted, I just wanted everybody to get paid directly. But what just, company? What company? I'm not. I'm just. I'm, what company was KRS One on? What What label was he with? It must have been a black-owned label. I think he, he was signed to this guy named Jack Allen at South. It had Bronx. to be a black. Yeah, South Bronx. Okay. South Bronx Records. I just want you to, to be able to put yeah, out yeah. Why, why he, the reason why what he said was wrong. The re, Lawrence. That's it. The king of all blacks. What he said was his opinion. Yeah, that's his opinion. And to me, his opinion of... To me, as smart as, as KRS-One is, I think that he would at least do his homework. But the problem lies. Well, he wanted to be relevant. He ain't been relevant in 40 years. I'm just but playing. the, the, but the problem playing. is, is that can't. when you, when you, when my father used to always say, yo, Lee, they're going to talk, man. Let them talk. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because once you go back to talking, then it's going to come back with something totally different again. So he said, let, let it just die now. It'll be over with in a minute. Don't even take it seriously. But you, but you, you, because he, because they, he can't stop me from getting no money. People. You know That's the main thing. But and and as a matter of fact, you know, since he said whatever he said, I had about four new samples come in with all different artists. <laughs> Thanks, right? Thanks, man. So, <laughs> and you clear all, all these new samples that come in. You clear them out, or do you, do you work it out? 
I clear, I clear them. I clear them. I clear them. I clear them. I don't, you ever see I won a percentage of it? That's what happened. No, they they oh, see, I didn't know. They I thought you answer. paid them a certain amount. That's what happened. So, you know, again, you know, I, wow. I, 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 it bothered me. You know, I never wanted to come out and say anything regarding anybody because I still respect him as well, but I don't respect what he said. Huh. And, when, and, and, all, and all due respect, and all, with all due respect, we, you saying that we, you respect him and you do, you, you, you know, you, you consider him a friend and all that. But when he said that about your parents and coming, he didn't say with all due respect. You know what I'm saying? He just put it out there. <laughs> right. But see, that's, you know that's, that's the problem. But you don't got to stoop that's, like that. No, that's the problem that, you know, you see how I say I fix things? You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's the problem I got. If I was hardcore, yeah. I would just go hard, man. Mm-hmm. And don't care what happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not cocky. Yeah. I'm not going to tell no lies on you. Did you come to this by the studio every other day or every three or four days to pick up your clothes and the cleaners? Did I see you outside sometime from time to time? Yes. Did we wave? Did I speak to you? Yes. Did you ever Did rent? you come in here to say, yo, let me rent, let me come rent your, some of your studios out? Everybody worked in my studios. Why with the fire at the studio? Can you talk about? So, yeah, we can talk about that. That's nothing. Um, so part of it, I think, was a conspiracy. Yeah. Now, what happened was I was in New York and um I brought me and I brought some food from La, Mal- La Mal- Malicone right there on 176th Street. Mm-hmm. And I bought some food, so I called my boy. He's a cop. Nigga was. I called him. Said, "Yo, you want something to eat? I'm coming home from the city." I said, "Yeah, bring me some chicken and whatever." So I said, "All right, cool. I bring it." He come over to the house. We sit in the kitchen. We eating, right? He leaves thirty minutes later, and uh, he called me on the phone. Now I'm in, getting in the bed. I'm tired. Like two o'clock in the morning. He says, "Yo, Lee, someone just called me and said there's smoke coming out of Sugar Hill." Get out of here. For real, Lee. So, put on my clothes and I run down to the studio. Now, if you're a fireman and you see smoke coming out the building. This is a fireman that told you you show smoke? No, it was a cop. Please, please a cop. Oh, cop. Oh, that's right. Now, if you, you're a fireman. Yeah. You go down to wherever you see smoke at. What do you do? I'm Wait. asking you that. What's the first thing you do? I'm not a firefighter. Call the station. No, I would think, just, I would just, think just, they would go inside. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. Just use your, just use your, just use your you know, From what brains. I know, they go inside. Right. They, go, right? they put the gear on, they go inside. Right. And, and so sure. when I got to Sugar Hill, they were standing in front of the door. Smoke was coming out. Yes, it was. Mm. Guess who opened the door for them? Ooh. I did. I went and stuck my key, turned it around, opened the door. Walked in the building to where the smoke was coming out of. Now, at the time, when we first bought that building, that, bun- that building was a lumberyard. Oh, a huge building. So basically, every wall is contained with concrete. So it was contained in a room Okay. that was a small room. So I sat upstairs with the fireman for like three or four minutes. And I'm like, y'all going to go in? He said, yeah, Lee, but you know, the smoke is going to bust out the door when we go in. Do me a favor, go downstairs, boom, boom, boom. So I got it, all right, no problem. Smoke is in one room. They're going to bust the door in. We done. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a small fire. It wasn't fire. It was just smoke. Oh. So what's your, what's, so what's now, your conspiracy? Now, five minutes later, ten minutes later, poof, 
here's a here's here's some, here's fire coming out the roof. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Went from there to the whole building burning down. But why do you think that? Uh, I'm gonna get to that. So I'm now I'm confused though. Hold on, let me get to your story first. So now it is building burned up, whatever, whatever. The next day I go to my daughter's school because she was te- at the time she was um, doing um, cheerleading. So there's this white guy I've never met in my life, you know. Hey man, it's a shame about that building language, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a real shame, man. Cause uh, yeah, we could have stopped it, man. Just angle it, man. It is act like they didn't want us to stop it. I said, really? He said, yeah. The city. That's what he. That's what this white guy said to me. I never met this man in my life. Mm. You didn't know where he was from? No, he had on the jacket that said Tenafly Fire Department. Got you. Okay. But I never knew who this gentleman was, right? So I left it alone. So. About three months ago, someone calls me up, say, Yo, Lee, you got a second? I said, Yeah. So I said, I want to talk to you. Sure. He said, Yo, man, it's been on my conscience. It's been on my mind. He says, uh, I just want to tell you that we was told that the studio burned. What? By who? By the. the I guess their superiors, or whoever it was. Right? This is three months ago? Yeah, three months ago. So now my heart drops. Wait, three months ago you heard this news? Three months ago I just heard this. Oh, right? That's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm like, saying, what? Damn. He said, yeah, I just want you to know. And when did this? I thought he was saying three months ago. When did it get burned? It got burned years ago, years ago, right? Yeah. So he was like, yeah, man, I just want you to know that, man. You know, it's been on my heart and I just want, you know. Yeah. Wow. I just want you to know. So I said, damn. What do you want? You know? Yes, yeah. because we're black. Yes. They don't want it to happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. And successful. Right. So now that's now that, you know. Not just because he's What's black, over there now? Black and successful. I just got a parking lot over there now, but I'm, we can really put up a building up there now. Okay. Which, the, oh, name, the, own the, the land. name of the building is going to be called Sugar Hill. Whatever we put up there, whether it's buildings, con, con, uh, con, uh, uh, condos, whatever, it's going to be called Sugar Hill. Oh, you own the land now? Yeah. Oh. So now we let it, you know. There's no building there. It's just land. land. So now I it's learned that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's guy, bigger than the parking lot. Yeah. This guy <laughs> told me what, what really happened over there. So I started doing a little homework, right? So the guy, so another guy tells me, as I'm doing a little bit more, that the city of Englewood hired a company to go in and survey the properties. Okay. Now, I don't know this to be 100% correct, but this is what I was told. So don't mark me down. Allegedly. 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 So they're supposed to be hired this company to go in and do the property adjustments. What what properties are bringing Englewood down? Mm. One was Sugar Hill, which burnt all the way to the floor, right? Second one was the dollar store that's right behind the fire department. Mm. The third one was McDonald's. That burnt all the way down to the floor. Quote unquote, what I heard was there's an apartment building next door to McDonald's. And I heard that the reason that the apartment building was empty for so long is they could not get the air conditioning units on the roof. Only way for them to get them on the roof was through where, McDonald's? where McDonald's was at and then put them up there on top of the roof. So allegedly, that's what someone else told me. So there's a few more other properties that burnt down, like 
How did the fire start? Another block was, what's the block where Docs is at? Um, what's that? Right, behind, right, right, by, right one block away from the fire department, on the same block as McDonald's and everything else, two houses burned all the way to the ground. You literally 10 seconds or 15 seconds away from these properties. Yeah. And they burned all the way down. Then, all of a sudden, three other properties oh, are gone. Sold, sold a property for people to get out or whatever, whatever. And now they built five, six new houses up there. So, you know, this is all allegedly. But I'm digging it up and I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Listen, all conspiracy theories aren't crazy. You're right. I, when you say conspiracy theories, you always think that. I didn't even know. See, I asked him about the fire because I heard about it. But I didn't know that he got new information three months. Me either. Yeah. I said, oh, shit. Yeah, this is all new news, and nobody knows this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know. How's everything? How's everything now? Everything good? Everything's good with me. I'm good. I'm great, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I just don't like controversy, Lawrence. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't like controversy, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a controversial person, man. And, you know. You just want to set the record straight. Yeah, just, I just want to put it out there, man. You know what I'm saying? This is what it is, and, 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 and take it for what it is, man. And I love the new Range Rover you got. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the 2024, that shit, the boat tail. Oh, man. <laughs> well, thank you, Leland. I think, do you have anything else you want to you say or put out there for the people? Learn the business. If, if us blacks stick together, mm. then we'll all be okay. But the more we down other blacks, is the more, you know, we're going to go down the drain. You can't stop history. It is what it is. And I just feel sometimes when it's a woman involved that people take it the wrong way. You know I what never saying? thought of it that women, way. Women are just as strong as we are. Actually, I want to. You said she had the first Latino I forgot, rap record. Sylvia because Robinson was the thing. first to put out. Rap music with the Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah. She was the first to put out Latino rap records with a group oh. called Meme Machine. Yeah. Which I think they had one record only. But uh -huh. she was the first to do it. Another thing you need to understand is without Sylvia Robinson, there would be no hip hop radio stations, there'd be no hip hop DJs, there'll be no hip hop departments at your record company, ARs. There wouldn't be no hip hop promotion people. No hip hop marketing people. The mainstream. There will be none of this. And these people are making billions of dollars. Why, why I brought the Latino up is because Fat Joe was getting, uh, he was getting some criticism because he said hip hop was started 50 50 with blacks and Latinos. I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell you that part. You know what I'm saying? All I can tell you is, and again, they started the, Sugar Hill, gang, the yeah. Sugar Hill Gang might not have yeah, been a hardcore hip-hop I mean, record. They was a commercial rap record. But that opened and, the doors and, and, and we rapped different than they rapped in New York. We rapped different in Jersey. Just like, you know, you go to California, they rap differently. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just that whatever she did worked. And, never, and, and whatever... They didn't, whatever they did didn't work as hard as, as well. And you saying because a woman was at the helm, 
that that could be part of the um, the reason. The lines. They, the, critic, they, the, the reason for criticism. They they don't never want. And, and a black woman. Yeah. Who had her own money and, and, well, took, and took her own chance. Yeah. She didn't. She didn't, she didn't scrape up win. some money to to build this company. The money was there. Yeah. She didn't. She took a chance. She didn't know whether it was going to win, lose, or do anything. Mm -hmm. You got to look no, at it had, that way. She had no. She had an idea. I, she had the idea of what she wanted to do, and hope and, it would work. And hope that it worked, and she did it. Yeah, and and it did work. And it did work. Yeah. So you know that's what it is. So can we safely say? Safely say and honestly say, Sylvia Robinson, the Robinson Sugar Hill Gang, I mean, Sugar Hill Records was the best thing that ever happened to hip hop. Absolutely. And you see, again, no hip hop radio, no hip hop <laughs> company, no hip hop ARs, uh, uh, no hip hop promotion people, no hip hop marketing people, no hip hop. Nothing to do. And all these places making money. Nothing to do with hip hop. All these people making Everybody's money. Everybody's making millions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody's making millions. And just for the record, hip hop music is the number one genre of music today over rock and roll. Mm -hmm. Oh, hip -hop absolutely. Record is selling crazy more. Absolutely. So the bottom line too is just listen, man. I understand if you're not the first. Not everybody's the first, Lawrence. But I'm not gonna condemn the second. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, yeah. third or whatever. Yeah. Because when I start thinking about it, damn, man, if this... Just like Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, he took a chance. Yeah. How? Oh, God. I no, I'm saying. How did he take a chance? No, I didn't hear that. No, no, I'm not going that. Because I heard you on your show before. No, no, I wasn't coming from that angle. I'm saying... Oh, you saying he took a chance on trying to trying to get... trying Stuck his neck out. I got you. I agree with that. Stuck his neck out for us black. I agree with that. Right? So she stuck her neck out for something she believed on. In. And we, she did it. When I seen this post, I was a little bit upset. Not only at KRS, but at Teddy. And your little comment you put down there. Yo, before you put comments about other people, you should check your backyard. Especially you. You know all the producers you had from Timbaland, you know, uh, um, uh, 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 what's Pharrell, Rodney Jerkins. You know, what happened? No one stayed with you. I guess everything was good with you. So before you start saying different things, check your back your backyard first, man. And I mean that. And if you ain't got nothing nice to say, just don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice at all. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, just don't say nothing at all, Teddy. And just for the record, none of these groups are owed a dollar for me right now. Everybody's paid up. And she and she getting inducted in the in the um. And, and today is uh, September 29th. Everybody's paid. That's a good thing. Okay. Well, Everybody's paid. So I don't you know. This is what it is. So, she ain't loud as okay, I rest one to hear. Please, they all, please, everybody got please, paid. Please, please, please. Uh, he ain't scared. He wasn't scared when he said it. I mean, no, why I'm we saying let him talk. Yeah, but we wasn't scared. He wasn't I, just, scared. I just don't want it to come across as, as I'm looking for an apology for him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just looking to set this straight, and that's it. And I feel like this, man. If you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say nothing at all, man.
Because you're not nothing to do with the business. You ain't like, more than something. I'm not even a part of the label. Like, that's the craziest yeah. part. But you said something on his, you maybe, oh, not remember. Sequence. He's, maybe he's, his wife. Oh, man. I mean, we were joking around. Nah, we said nah. he might be mad because nah. his wife, he wouldn't let his wife be in sequence. All right, all right. Sequence was a female group. Don't talk about white. Yeah, I get it. Nah, Miss Melly was dope. Huh? Miss Melly was dope. Yeah. She made bigger records than him. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, thank y'all for tuning in. This is Poo in Space. Uh, Liam, yes. thank you Great for time, coming man. Thanks, man. We appreciate Yo. it. Thank you, guys, man. This was amazing. I learned a lot. Yes. That's the main thing. We learned the business side. We got the emotional side of hip-hop, but we got the business side, and that's more important. Mm -hmm. And remember, a big shot ain't nothing but a little shot that kept shooting. Take care, folks. Peace.